What's up, everyone, and welcome to the J&J MMA Show. My name is Jeremiah. With me, as always, my good buddy, Jacques. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about UFC 261, Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal 2. Uh, very, very fun uh, fight card. Huge fight card. Uh, we're going to be making our picks for who's going to win for win that, and we're going to go through the, uh, the fight card, talk about all the fights, all that fun stuff. We're also going to be talking... Uh, about a few things before that, just some kind of stuff in the uh, MMA world that has gone on, and not so MMA world. Uh, there was a pretty big boxing fight that happened this past uh, this past week, so we're going to talk about that as much as I'm not going to want to. But you know, it's it does involve an MMA fighter, so you know I feel like our fans and people listening would be uh, upset if we didn't talk about it. So we're going to talk about that. Um, as always, guys, make sure you follow us on uh, social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at the J&J MMA Show. Be sure to follow us, share it out, uh, comment on our stuff, talk to us, message us, you know, let us know how we're doing, let us know if we suck. Love talking to everybody. And uh, yeah, make sure you follow us. Jacques, my friend, how are you? I'm good. Ready to get this thing started. Yeah. What have, what have, uh, what have you been up to this week? Oof, man. I mean, as you know, in Tampa, there was... Uh... WrestleMania, and I went to that. So we both went to it. We both went went on, on different days. I was hoping you were going to bring that up because I, I didn't ask you like how, what you thought of it, and I was very very curious. I didn't. I, are you a wrestling fan? Ah, uh, not so much. Now, so <laughs> once upon a time, um, I, I really was. Now, there's some some nostalgia there, but for me, it was just kind of cool to be able to see how things work um, on the other side of things. You know that. The stunts are real, but there are indeed stunts, you know. If anything, I was most impressed by was the um, um, the show itself. Mm, the like production the fire, value. Yeah, the, the fire was, was hot. I could feel the flames from the fire from some of the intros. There's a guy that came out on a semi-truck. That was pretty cool to me. Like, he actually came from the street. On a oh, semi-truck. did he really? Yeah, his name is oh, Bad wow. Bunny. He's a DJ. Um, oh, yeah, I think he's a rapper or something like that, actually. So anyway, he, uh, I was watching the video of him when they introduced him, and he was actually on the streets of Tampa on a semi-truck. And then he entered the stadium on the semi-truck standing on top of it. So Man. I thought that was kind of cool. It's Connor's next entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Comes in on a semi-truck. You went on Saturday, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah you went on Saturday because I went on Sunday. I went on the day, the day after you. I am also not a fan of wrestling. I used to be when I was a kid. I was really into it. And then I found out that it was fake. And then it was just like, you know, when you find out Santa isn't real, it's just like, well, that's kind of that kind of sucks. And I kind of slowly fell uh, out, of, out of touch with it. I also I got to go for free. So which is one of the main reasons why I went. Um, and plus they had, I think, like two people that I used to watch when I was younger wrestling was like edge and randy orton so i was like that'd be pretty cool to see them like you said nostalgia to go back but i was also mainly going just for the production value just to see like everything and how it was done i thought it was funny i don't know if you if you got to see it or not but you know how they they made that giant boat the the pirate ship yeah yeah they only built one side of it it was just a facade the other side was all framework and everything like man wwe is cheap bro (laughs) can't even build the whole boat But it was it was it was fun, like like for the production value. My two favorite things about it was the entrances because they were pretty fucking cool. 
and then I don't know if they had it on the night that you went, but they had these drones, bro, that would like fly up above the stadium and like spell out stuff or like show uh, oh, like yeah. different logos and stuff. Bro, yeah. those things are fucking cool. Yeah, the, so for when I went, the, the they had the main event in the beginning and the main event at the end. And the first one was um, Bobby Lashley uh, was the winning. And I always like watching Bobby Lashley. I actually like seeing him in MMA as well. You know, he had a pretty effective MMA career when he was doing it. Um, and then the, I was surprised that they had the females as a main event. You know, that was kind of cool that they actually wanted to give the females a nod and have them as the, the main. But anyway, when when the, the, the last girl was out, uh, her name is uh, Diva or something, or Banks, I think some, is her name. In the, in the sky, they had, like, the shades. I guess the drones made, like... Uh, some shades that, that were in the sky, and a couple cool. other times there were other fighters where you could see some type of logo like that. So they, yeah, that was cool that they did that. Yeah, that was probably the, my my two favorite things of the entire thing. It was kind of cool to see like, you know, the, the the wrestlers that I used to watch, you know, wrestle and whatnot. But man, I so here's the thing: wrestling fans are like a whole different breed of people. I was. I was not in my element, man. It was just there's. I, if anyone's a wrestling fan that's listening, I, I mean, no offense, but holy crap, man, they, they are very into it. Honestly, I feel like they're more intense than than MMA fans, and it's like it's like scripted. It's like you guys know what's gonna happen. Like, come on. <laughs> but they were like, I was sitting around some people that were very into like the entire thing. Yeah, uh, me too. I was wondering whether they knew that it was written too, but yeah, I just felt I felt like maybe some of them were just passionate about um, the storylines mm-hmm. that were, and, you know, because there's some people that I know that watch it regularly that know, you know, that the storylines are scripted, but they're still into it. So, you know, I just understand it's a different, it's a different thing. You know, I I think of it more as like watching a movie or a play in some ways. Yeah, it's like like I've always described it as like a soap opera for for like kids and and men. Although there are a lot of female, you know, wrestling fans, but you know, back in the day when I was watching, there you know, very few and far between. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real. Anything else did you do this week? Anything fun? Um, the only other thing that I I did this weekend was uh I went to like a motorcycle meet, but you know, not oh. very much MMA stuff there. So yeah. Uh, all right well yeah i didn't i didn't really do anything else either it's been a kind of a a boring week for me aside from just going to the gym and working you know every single day of my life i didn't really do much so hopefully soon i have a i have like a nice little uh, vacation weekend coming up pretty soon so i'm excited for that but that's it let's uh move on to some some mma news uh, surrounding ufc first and foremost this actually broke uh as we were recording our last episode so we didn't get to talk about it i'm kind of bummed kind of pissed me off because right when we posted this comes out but the the new venom fight kit deal with the ufc is now in effect uh for those that don't know the the ufc didn't you know sign a new contract with reebok and instead signed with venom which i actually kind of like uh more makes more sense in my opinion but have you have you seen the the new outfits I haven't seen all of them, but from what I'm aware, the the last fight weren't some some of them wearing some of the outfits in the last UFC. Yeah, just... they they all were. Okay, then yeah, I've seen it do that. 
What do you think I, of him? Looks pretty good, you know. Uh, obviously better than Reebok. Honestly, the Reebok paint scheme was kind of uh, boring to me. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'm just going to say this. I was never really a fan of Reebok. I don't even wear Reeboks. Reebok anything. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. Um, no hate to those that, that love it, but yeah. I would agree. I wasn't a fan of Reebok before UFC or even that. Like I just—it's not my favorite style of clothing or, you know, anything like that. So, but the the new Venom stuff looks awesome. I actually I like it a lot better. It was, I feel like it was more variety with with color and stuff because I've seen, um, it's not just like the the red, blue, and like the you know the black for champion and stuff. Like you could, I've seen all kinds of colors already. Yeah. And I like the style of like where their names are on like their clothes and stuff too. It looks really cool. I kind of I, I was looking up at uh like because I was thinking about getting some. And I was looking it up on UFC's website. It is uh not cheap, <laughs> not cheap at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think the pair of shorts that I wanted were like 150 bucks, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it, UFC! Over here, fucking taking all my taking all my money, man." Yeah, well, they're paying their fighters, so I guess yeah. And I know that, actually, I, so I, I will bring this up. I know we were, before the show, we were kind of debating on it, but uh, I, I'll, I'll bring this up, because the, the last show that we did, we were talking about the whole Dustin and Connor thing, and, you know, we were talking about whether or not the fight was actually off or not. It is official. They are still fighting, despite what Connor McGregor says. Um, yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I also saw that Dustin apologized for what he said. I mean, I don't really agree with a lot of things that happened with uh, Connor lately, but I was kind of on Connor's side of that thing, too, because you know, he said he was going to pay him. I know some months passed, but it's a lot of money to just rush somebody with, so... I was going to say, I'm sure that stuff doesn't, like, you, you just, doesn't happen overnight, you know what I mean? Especially with that amount of money. Yeah, and what I had read for the reason why he said he didn't pay him is that he had asked for a detailed, um list of where the money goes because he didn't want to just give the money and not know where it's going he wanted to be sure he knows you know what what happens where so you know yeah i think that, that there's like a thing that happens with a lot of like charity money is that like some people will say that it's going one place and like only a like certain amount of the money goes to that place and the rest of it gets like profited or pocketed to like other people so i think that's probably why he wanted that to like make sure that all of the money that he's giving or is going to where it's supposed to go, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. That's that was my my take too. What are you? What are your? What are your early thoughts on their uh, their third their third bout? Oof, man, so early in. Um, man, you know, I, I really thought that Connor was gonna um, beat him again when they fought. You know, no disrespect to uh, to Dustin, but and now that they fought and that happened, um, this is gonna sound. Maybe a little crazy to say, but I kind of think that Connor's going to beat him again. <laughs> okay, so he lost. It's just the way he lost, right? Like, Dustin used an incredibly good game plan. I mean, by kicking him in the calf. He also showed wrestling that I hadn't really seen Dustin use before. Um, but now Connor is aware that he's going to do that. Tell you the truth, that's anybody's game, you know. I really hate to pick anybody because they both they both pro- progressed so far. But if I'm looking at Conor McGregor and the way he performs, 
whenever he loses, when he fights somebody a second time, he actually does a lot better. You know, like he's motivated. I was going to um, say, he's pretty much avenged all of his losses with the exception of Khabib, right? Yes. And on that note, you know, when he fought against Nate, I still kind of feel like Nate won that one. Yeah, that was a close but, fight. But I do acknowledge that Connor did do a lot better in the second time that they fought. So Yeah, he survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That right but, there's a win in my in my book. You survived. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean Nate was bigger than him, had more reach than him, you know, to to even do as well as he did, you know, is um is pretty significant. So I would imagine a Conor McGregor who is coming off of a loss and, you know, that being the way he, like, because I honestly look like, despite him being taken down and the cash kicks, before that happened, it looked to me like he was winning. So um, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be winning again just looking out for cash kicks. Yeah, I saw somewhere that he said that he's going to, like, meet him in the middle of the octagon. He's not going to try and, like, I guess hesitate or be patient or anything like that. I think he's just going to run to the middle of the octagon and start swinging. Well, no, he did that last time. What he was saying was true. Yeah. I watched the fight again, and that's exactly what happened. He went to the very center of the ring, and he met him there. So I think that comment that he made was really just saying... I'm going to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) You want to see me? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't I have to rewatch that fight. I haven't. I was, like I said, I think I said it before. I, I was not very sober whenever that fight was going on. I was in New Orleans having a great time, but uh, yeah, no, I see. I don't know, man. It's kind of tough. I feel like, I think early on, I'm I, I'm probably going with Dustin. Very early on, as of right now, I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm going with Dustin. That's believe complete. it or not. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean any disrespect to to Dustin because. Uh... He he, like I said before, he's he's really the uncrowned champion of that division right now. He should be champion right now. So I agree. It's kind of messed up that he isn't, um, and it would suck for him to have accomplished what he did and not get a belt now. But you know, here we are. <laughs> for real. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and talk about this uh, this boxing fight that happened. Good old uh, Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. And obviously, this is an MMA podcast. But the reason why we're talking about this boxing fight is because Ben Askren was a MMA fighter uh, for quite a while. Um, so we're going to go ahead and talk about that. Uh, so you watched the fight, didn't you? Oh, yes, yes. I so much. You watched say. the whole card, right? Like like from the I beginning? Did. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, I'd like to just try to briefly sum all that up as in a short amount of time as I as I can but looking at it as, a, as a, an entire card um, they definitely made a lot of mistakes um, <laughs> one there was too much too much music um, I came to watch a fight and there was like okay we had ice cube too short Snoop Dogg um, Doja Cat Saudi, Sa- Sa- I can't even say her name. Saudi, is that her name? Uh, no there's so, so many freaking artists. There, there were more musical artists than there were actual fights on this card, and some of the artists actually performed more than one song. So <laughs> I was like, "What is going on here?" And then they had a slap contest. Um, all right, you know, I, I understand they want to appeal to all audiences. I'm not trying to say that 
you know, you shouldn't do that because maybe more people are interested in. I just think they did a little way too much of it. I think I, I all watch. that was just them trying to get people to buy the pay-per-view. I think yeah. I don't I don't think it had anything to do with appealing to an audience. It was just trying to get the audience there. <laughs> if that's what it takes, right? Honestly, I think the audience would have bought the pay-per-view because a lot of people are still into the whole MMA versus boxing. But as far as the actual fights themselves, um, I watched all of them. You know, most of them were a lot of unranked guys, a lot of guys that retired. Frank Mir was on that card, too. He got smoked um, by Cunningham. Uh, there was a boxing match before the main event. That was actually a good boxing match. You know, I don't even know the guy because I don't follow boxing as much. You know, but I'm into all things fighting. So, you know, I'm happy that I'm able to actually talk a little bit about that. So that whoever that, <laughs> that guy was, he did really well. You know, he beat some guy with like some purple hair. Um, and they even actually he beat him. And I remember. Um, oh, yeah, the guy. uh it was almost disqualified because he got hit in the nuts. But when you replayed the, when you did the replay, you saw that he really didn't get hit in the nuts. He just got hit on the side, and not even by his his, his hand, by his forearm. So, Love that. yeah, that, that was weird. And then we got to the main event, which was Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. Leading up to that, man, so much to say. Uh, uh, man, Jake Paul's team had a lot of words for Tyrone Woodley. And um, it's nice to see that there were a lot of MMA community backing Tyrone Woodley in this because it kind of kind of disrespected him a little bit. And this I'm happened today, right? Yeah. Oh well, I and mean, this also that, happened after the fight had already happened with with Ben Askren, also. Right, but the, just the disrespecting him was right before the fight because he was in the locker room. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I, I don't know what he was exactly doing there, considering his buddies about the fight. Maybe, I guess we could have expected that to happen. But, um, yeah, they had a lot of words for him. You know, I can't, I don't want to go through everything word for word. There's really too much to say. But um, I'm surprised that Tyrone had enough composure to to not want to go crazy on him in the locker room right there. You want to so, know how I feel about that, Jacques? How do you feel about that? I guarantee you it was all planned, all scripted. You might be right. It's the thing with like these these fucking YouTubers and all that stuff, bro. That it's just all, it's all part of the plan. You you, you do all that, get a, get a buzz going, create create hype behind yourself. That way, people follow you, and it's what he is. He's a, he's a fucking YouTuber. So you know that's that his his whole YouTube success, all that carries over with what he's doing with boxing. That's why I called out all these other other fighters that he did not fight, actual fighters. We'll get into you know my opinions on this in a little bit, but. That's that's why I think the whole thing with Tyron Woodley is just completely scripted. It's it's it was all planned to to just create hype, generate generate hype. Yeah, you know, looking back at it now, what you're saying makes a lot of sense because I read what Tyron Woodley had to say, and he was saying something about how, oh, I told you I don't play those games, but you look like you were shook. But when he was telling him all that stuff. You know, Tyrone Willie really wasn't saying anything back to them. He was just kind of, what was he even doing in the locker room of his opponent's, you know, dressing room before he fights? Doesn't doesn't make any sense. Now you say that, I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's probably why that was. It's just it's like it's just WWE shenanigans, man. You know how these people see each other in the backstage and they talk shit, you know, and then 
It's like, oh, I'll kick your ass. No, I'll kick your ass. All right, we're going to walk away now. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, <laughs> come yeah, on. Yeah, that doesn't typically happen, especially in the MMA world, you know? Yeah. You got people like Connor chasing down a bus and breaking the windows when... Uh, or Mazadal when he freaking punched yeah. Leon Edwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that just doesn't happen in MMA. If they're going to talk shit, they're going to fucking swing on each other, you know what I mean? Yeah. What? So, b- going into the Ben Askren... Jake Paul fight. What were your thoughts? What what, what did you think was going to happen? Exactly what happened. It, it actually happened exactly what I thought was going to happen. The way that I thought it was going to happen. I really, you know, sometimes I kick myself for not bet. One day I'm going to bet on some of these fights. But that sometimes you see a fight and you're like, there's no way. There's no way, unless like a comet, you know, comes down from the sky. Like, this could go any other way than the way that it did. And that's exactly what I saw. I didn't know much about Jake Paul. I think I mentioned this before. But I watched... All you need to know is that he's a piece of shit. Right. You told me that. Yeah. <laughs> People keep telling me that. I, the it, thing yeah, is, yeah. I keep hearing he's a piece of shit, but I don't really want to look up his videos because then I feel like if he is a piece of shit, I'm giving him more traction than I, I need to. Yeah, you're but, supporting um, him. So, yeah, just, don't don't view any of his videos. I just take everybody's word for it. But, um, yeah, um, I, I don't normally watch training videos and say, oh, man, this guy is training really good. Because, you know, pads don't necessarily equal what somebody's going to do in a fight. Correct. But, but in this case, um, it was like night and day. It was like, it was like, oh, okay, so this guy is capable of doing this, and this other guy is not in the right shape to do anything other than that. Oh, I know how this is going to end. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I have very strong, strong feelings towards both Jake and Logan Paul. Um, I don't like them. Uh, but here's the thing, and I'll say this. Anyone, So, and, and I'm going to try and limit myself to be as nice as possible, Jacques, and you know how hard that is for me. But I, I will say this. Even if I don't like you, anyone that can get into a ring and fight I have respect for because it is not easy. It's not fun. It's terrifying. So if you can go into a ring and you can fight, I respect you in that aspect. Does not mean I like you. I still think you're a piece of shit. And that's talking about Jake Paul. So yeah, anyone who actually thought, uh, what's his name? Fucking Ben Askren was going to win that fight. You're, you're, you're like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Like it's just not, you're dumb. There's no way. <laughs> I'd like it's, to mention real quick that Dana White bet a million dollars that Ben Ashman would win. Yeah. You know what's funny about this is also, I, so I was listening to, to Michael Bisping's podcast, Believe You Me podcast, and he had a bunch of like fighters and, and, and people uh, chime in with like these video uh, uh, messages about who they thought were going to win. Every single MMA fighter picked Ben Askren. Not a single person except Michael Bisping picked Jake Paul. And I feel like it's because they don't want to go against their 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 sport. You know what I mean? Right. MMA fighter is not going to sit there and say, "Oh, he's he's not going to win." But here's the thing: this is what pisses me off. That whole fight was not a legitimate one. I mean, it was a legitimate fight, but it was not a legitimate test between MMA and UFC, right? Because Ben Askren is not a fucking striker in any way, shape, or form. He's, he's just, it's not what he does. I've said this before. Jake Paul 
literally sent out contracts to a bunch of other fighters and picks the one person who isn't a boxer to fight in a fucking boxing match. And that person that he picked is a wrestler. He's been a wrestler for years, his entire career. Does not throw hands. Is not good at throwing hands. Even when he tries to throw hands, it's pathetic. Like, I, I can outstrike Ben Askren, okay? <laughs> that's saying a lot, okay? I can outstrike Ben Askren. So to sit there but, and say... You know, but... I, I also have to say, though, that... Looking at it from his point of view, from Jake Paul's point of view, right? So he, he comes and he says, I want to fight an MMA fighter. Who wants to fight me? And all these guys put their hand in the, in the pot saying, I want to fight you. And one of the guys is this guy who wrestles and has been talking a lot of shit. A lot. He's been talking a lot of stuff about boxers, talking about how bad boxers are. Boxers suck. If I was in a boxing match, I would beat this person. I would beat that person. Who that said person, this? Ben Askren. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can show you <laughs> multiple clips of this guy calling out boxers. So if, oh, you know, this is before he even fought Madvidal. And I'm like, all this time this guy's talking about boxers. And now he gets into a, a ring with a freaking YouTube boxer and gets smoked in the first round. Mm-hmm. So even, you know, regardless of what we ever may think about Jake Paul, Ben Askren had this coming, you know? So this well, is kind yeah. of kind of karma in a way for him, too. Yeah, so. the fact that he thought he could actually, you know, outstrike a... Uh, and here's the other thing too. Don't get me like Jake Paul. Here's the thing. A lot of people. This is also kind of what pisses me off. A lot of people say that like Jake Paul proved himself. He did not. He's not proved himself in any of his fights. What he's proven is that someone who has just the even the the littlest bit of of actual background in boxing and like uh, skills can beat people who don't know anything. Ben Askren, yes, he knows a little bit more out of other of, of the the other two people that he fought. Was the first person that Jake Paul fought was KSI, I think, whatever the fuck his name is. YouTuber. Doesn't know anything about boxing, right? Not a boxer. Next person, Nate Robinson, also not a boxer. So with him beating Ben Askren, he gets a little bit more credit because at least Ben Askren knows how to fucking properly throw a punch. But again, he picks somebody who isn't a fucking boxer. He does not throw strikes his fights literally are all just him running to the ground. So anyone that says that Jake Paul has like proven himself, you're fucking wrong. You're stupid. It's not. It's not true. Hate to break right. it to you, you're a dumbass. You know nothing about fighting if you think he's actually proved himself. What he's proven is that he can beat just standard fucking Joe Schmo guys who don't know anything because he actually has skill in boxing. Jake Paul is very skilled, but he's not an actual like for me. He's not an actual boxer or fighter until he fights someone with the exact same skill as himself. And you know what's crazy about that, too, is that, like you said, he proved that he can beat um, a wrestler who doesn't necessarily strike, but uh, there's a lot of wrestlers, I think, out there that could probably give Jake Paul problems, even though they're not really boxers. So, mm, you know, like, he didn't really prove a whole lot. And, and, he, and he, he fought the one wrestler who was knocked out not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that says a whole lot. And know? I saw a few people that, like, that, were, like, that were tweeting stuff that like, Ben Askren can sit there and take a beating. Like when he beat Robbie Lawler, how he took that beating and stuff. And can't take a punch from 
from uh from Jake Paul, and it's like you just realize that like not only did he get beat there, which also takes stuff out of you, also got kneed in the fucking face by Jorge Masvidal, which also takes stuff out of like all those are accumulation of taking hits. Your your turn your chin turns into fucking glass sometimes. Like once you get hit hard once, sometimes you're not the same. You can't take hits, and that was very clear with what happened <laughs> in the fight. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. But. You know, until Jake Paul gets a, a, a credible opponent, and you know, like if I were in his shoes, I would probably do this. I would beat the guy. I would choose the guy who's been talking the most amount of shit, and can also get me paid. So now that he's done that, maybe he, if he gets a credible opponent now, you know, because like I've even heard that he's been training with like I think Zab Judah. He's at his his gym. You know, Zab's a, a well accomplished boxer. So. Um, Maybe this guy is better than than anyone knows, you know, because he's not just. I can't even necessarily call him. What is a YouTuber who trains at a boxer's gym, right? Maybe, Maybe he is he's a, a boxer. Yeah. So, you know. Here, see, here's 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 the thing, is what he's doing, is is smart. Like in in all in all honesty, I still think he's a piece of shit. But what he's doing is smart, and he's taking fights that are, are, are people that have names. But don't know anything, and he's making his record look fucking fantastic. He's three and zero right now. What he's gonna do? He's gonna do the same fucking thing for his next fight. He's gonna sit here, talk all this shit to all these fucking huge fighters, Conor McGregor, fucking Tyron Woodley, all these other people. But then he's gonna go and pick somebody who, guess what, doesn't have any any kind of bit of talent in boxing or has the around the same talent as him, where he knows he can beat them. And guess what? He's gonna beat them. Now he's four and zero, and now all that does raises his fucking stock. Gives yeah. him more money so that when he goes to have on these other big, these bigger fights in the future, he's going to make a fuck ton of money. It is smart. What he's doing is very, very smart. But for me, and this is just my opinion, you're not a fighter and you're not impressive to me until you fight somebody who is an actual boxer in a boxing fight. Not, not, not these fucking YouTubers, not these, you know, MMA fighters that have zero boxing skill, an actual boxer is when I will be impressed with Jake Paul. You're still a piece of shit. And if anyone thinks that he's actually, you know, any bit talented uh, in, in boxing right now, I think you're stupid because he hasn't fought a boxer. He hasn't proved himself. But real quick, though, um, is there, I know you just said until he beats a boxer, but is there anyone in the MMA community that you feel like that he could smoke that you would give him because there's actually a couple people i would give him credit for that if he could be you know in a in a boxing room even though literally anyone who can throw hands better than fucking ben Askren, like anyone anyone who can throw hands better than ben Askren doesn't even know how to fucking throw a punch like come on sugar shane you know uh even tyron willie's not gonna happen i think he's well they fought at like 190 so it'd have to be like either a middleweight fighter or a light heavyweight fighter i didn't even realize they were at that weight yeah so anyone in middleweight or light heavyweight. But there's there's low, lower weight people I think that could beat him. You know, I, Boza, um, you mentioned Michael Bisping earlier. I think Michael yep. Bisping would win. Ignored him. Yeah, but well, you know, I don't necessarily think he ignored. I think he went with the the easiest choice out of uh, you know now he just yeah. like you said that's exactly what I was saying. He's he's just he's going to keep building his stock. Yeah, and when it, whenever he does lose, it won't even matter because he's already he's built. He's gonna have up. millions of dollars. Yeah, which it's smart. Like I give, I, I, I can give him props in that aspect of like as a business decision and a businessman. He's smart. 
as a human being, he's a piece of fucking shit, just like his brother. I'm always going to say that. I don't fucking care if you don't like it. Oh, well. <laughs> Not my problem. Yeah. But anyways, enough about fucking Jake Paul and his stupid bullshit. Um, <laughs> I try to live myself and look, here I am going off. <laughs> I try to be somewhat friendly, but, you know, whatever. I don't care. Um, any, anything else you, you would like to mention, Jacques, with, with the, the, the Jake Paul thing? No, 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 that was it. Okay, well, poor Ben Askren. Did actually did you did you see what he said after the fight, Ben Ooh. Askren? Um, I read a couple different tweets and comments, or something where he said he got caught. Um, that was In another. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no. I I asked because I I didn't hear what he said or anything like that. I didn't bother to look. Yeah, all of them were something similar to that. You know, it was like. Well, I mean, yeah, you got caught. You got caught when Masvidal Tiger need you to the face too. So yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what's. I think all those hits to to the the head he's gotten has made him crazy. If he thinks he can outbox people, but whatever. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> UFC two sixty one is uh, this this weekend. Yeah, April twenty fourth. This Saturday. You excited, Jock? You excited for this fucking huge ass fight card? Very much, very much so. There's such a such a huge card, man. What uh, the plan is Winghouse again, right? Is that where we're going? Absolutely, yeah. All right. You know what? I'm actually so I'm not I'm not drinking anymore. So believe it or not, I won't be drinking that night. Anymore? As in yeah, for a while, for until I decide indefinitely. Hmm. I know. Okay. Only reason why is because I want to fight again this year, and I gotta I gotta get my body back in shape so I can't be fucking it up by drinking alcohol. Okay. Well, yeah. more to you. I'm not gonna. Uh, not gonna hang. <laughs> I, I've yet to see this version of you, but we'll see how that goes. You'll see. Hey, it's all it's all about the mental discipline. I've done it before. I can do it again. But anyways, let's let's get into this. Let's get into this fight card. So first up. Uh, Opening up the card is Anthony Smith versus Jimmy Crew in a light uh, heavyweight um, fight. I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. Uh, what are your thoughts, Chuck? Um, man, I don't know Jimmy Crew, but of course I know Anthony Smith. So, you know, I would expect Anthony Smith to win. I did try looking up Jimmy Crew uh, before our, our, our airing today. And, um, I noticed he had a couple of submission wins. I don't know. I'm still. I would still pick Anthony Smith just because I don't know the other guy. Jimmy Crute is. He's pretty. He's pretty a tough fight for Anthony Smith, in my opinion. Um, what's crazy is that. Or, what's interesting to look at is like um, Anthony Smith's like last couple of performances. He's gotten. He's he definitely hasn't looked how he looked whenever he fought, uh, John Jones for the belt. You know he's. Uh, he got his the teeth beat out of him <laughs> for one fight recently. Uh, I don't know if you remember that fight. I forgot who it was that did that, though. Do you remember? Um, Glover Tejara. Is that who it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, you know, there's that. He was apologizing to him as he was beating him. Could you imagine? Jesus Christ, man, I could not. But anyways, I I feel like he's not as durable as he as he once was. And it's a pretty big difference. Jimmy Crute is ranked 13, and Anthony Smith is ranked number six. So it's a pretty big, uh, pretty big jump for Jimmy for or Jim Crute. I, I don't know why I keep saying Jimmy Crute for for Jim Crute. Um, I mean that doesn't necessarily always. I mean, 
Connor's ranked number six, and Justin's ranked number one as well. So that's about the same difference. But yeah, I don't know. I think with this one, I'm gonna have to go with Crute. I feel like Anthony Smith just isn't as durable as he once was. I I, I think that Crute is kind of just like on a on a on a tear. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, you would know better than me because I haven't really seen a lot of his stuff. But if you're saying that, then it must be true. <laughs> As, I mean, listen, I'm not the fucking all all seeing all seer over here. <laughs> Granted, you know, last pay per view I did go five and zero with my picks. And I'm just gonna point that out there. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Jim Crew. What about you, Anthony Smith? Yeah, yeah, Anthony Smith. We're we're, we're uh, differing already. First fight, and the same. Oh, before uh, one second too though. Oh, we can talk about this later too if you want. But I also yeah, want sure. to mention uh, we didn't say anything about Whitaker versus uh, Gosselin, which was. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that uh, after we go through this main event because. Um, I do. I did want to mention that. Thank you for bringing that up. I completely forgot about that. Because man, did you watch that fight? Holy shit! Yep. Yeah. 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 No. We'll talk about that before we go. Um. So moving on. Next in the fight card for two sixty one is Uriah Hall versus Chris Weidman, and I'm actually very intrigued by this fight. Did you know that they fought before? No. Yeah. So they they fought How before in that? a different promotion. It was in a different promotion. This was oh. before the UFC. Oh, okay. You want to take a guess at who won? And uh, how? I'm going to assume Chris Weidman won back then. So how did he win? How do you think he won? Ground and pound, I don't know. Eh, not far off. Yeah, so Chris Weidman uh, TKO'd Uriah Hall. Uh, dropped him with a hook and then just continued to beat on him until the referee stopped the fight. Sounds like his style. Yeah, but this was like this was years ago. Obviously, their t- careers have been insanely different since then. Obviously, Chris Weidman was the middleweight champion for a while. Uriah Hall, not although not yet a champion, he went through Ultimate Fighter, you know, lost to Kevin Gastelum in that, and the, fi- and the finale for Ultimate Fighter has been on a tear in the UFC also for quite some time. Uh, he's slowly trying to work his way back up to a, to the title range, but I'm, I, it's, here's the thing. With so So my opinion with this is... I'm gonna. I'm think I'm gonna lean more towards Uriah Hall, and this is the reason why. So after Chris Weidman obviously lost to Luke Rockhold, he went on quite a bit of a downhill for a while, losing quite a bit of fights, getting knocked out pretty bad. His chin did not look, you know, the greatest with a lot of the people that he was fighting. Uriah Hall just came out uh, came off of a knockout of Anderson Silva, right? So they've they both beaten Anderson Silva, both knocked him out. But Uriah Hall, in my opinion, is significantly sharper when it comes to striking uh, than Chris Weidman, especially now. Looking back at their, their fight, because I watched like a small clip of their fight from back in the day, and Uriah Hall is significantly sharper than what he was back then. Um, the only question is, with Chris Weidman's wrestling, if he's going to use it, I don't... Have we really seen... Uriah Hall's wrestling in, in, in UFC yet? No. Um, I don't. I can't even think of him fighting against wrestlers uh, in the UFC. Gaslam for the, the finale. Oh, but, yeah, but that fight was kind of weird. It was yeah, really, I don't... Like, like he didn't really want to hurt him 
you know, like he... Because he was so scared after he almost killed that guy. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I think he liked, maybe he respected Kelvin a little too much, you know. It, it, if you go back and watch that fight, you're going to be very disappointed because it was like he wasn't really not even trying to strike with him. So I remember that fight pretty well, at least that part of it. Do you think Weidman will try to wrestle Uriah, or do you think he'll try and strike with him? Because that think, was the that was the whole the whole you know story back when they fought originally was like you know everyone thought that Chris Mann was going to try and uh, wrestle Uriah Hall and he ended up knocking him out by striking. So do you think he'll try and do the same thing, or do you think he'll try and wrestle him this time? I absolutely think he'll try to wrestle him. That's his his you know probably something he's better at his forte. And he would be kind of silly not to, because he, Uriah Hall is a pretty good striker. How do you feel about so? So I'm gonna go ahead and, and I'm I'm gonna say Uriah Hall wins, and I'm gonna say he wins by a knockout. I'm gonna say knockout round two. That's that's the guess. So so what do you what do you think? What, what what's your opinion on the fight? It's be hard for me to pick any rounds here, but uh, of course I'm gonna have to pick Uriah Hall too. So. Um, Wow, uh, but I do think that if he wins, it probably will be a knockout. Just I just really can't see what round, you know. Like I gotta give Chris some some respect for what he's done. You know, just uh, Uriah. I think he's got him everywhere at this point. All right, so you're gonna go. Do you no no specific round, but do you think do you think he'll finish him? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Very very interesting. So. With this card, we have three different title fights. Which well, this is good, I bet. <laughs> it is. But it also, as much as I love having all these title fights, I really hope they all end in finishes because I hate when there's so many title fights on a card. Just It's it's so long. We're there forever. And it's like, I don't want to be there that long. <clears throat> well, me personally... Uh... I would love, I would love for them. This is one time where I, I will go home and sleep in the next day happy, knowing that it was a nice long fight. Because the last time I saw Whaley fight um, against uh, Joanna, that was such a such a great fight. That was my all time favorite fight that year. And so these next fights that year uh, that we're talking about here are all. All in that that level of you know they could be that fight of the year. Mm-hmm. Very true. The first one up is Valentina uh, Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade for the women's flyweight title. What are your thoughts, Shock? Well, you know, Jessica is so tough. She's just she's really strong, and uh, you know she knocked out Rose. She's got a good work ethic. But I'm gonna have to go with Valentina because um, you know. <laughs> No surprise there, right? I know, right? I mean, I'm sure you might pick differently than me, you know, possibly. I guess we'll see. So, yeah. are are you going with 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 Valentina? Yeah, yeah, Valentina is. Um, you know, I don't know how how much recovery. Was she, I think she had an injury not too long ago, so I assume she's she's up to 100. percent But um, it should be a good fight. You mean no matter what? I don't think she's just gonna like knock her out in the first round or anything like that. But I think it's gonna be a good back and forth fight because Jessica isn't the type of person to just go down easy, you know? Yeah. Or I think it's... finish her, but um, you know, 
It's a different fight. It's it's Wei Li. <laughs> yeah. Um, which we're gonna talk about her in a little bit. The thing with Valentina is that she's like she she can finish, but she's very like methodical and has like a very specific game plan when she fights. Like she has a, a certain plan for every person that she fights, and you can see it, and you can see her like like you can see what, what her plan is in every single one of her fights. When she fought Jessica I, bro, and she basically just like sent her to the shadow realm so to speak when she kicked her in the head like the entire first round bro she said did nothing but left left body kicks left body kicks over and over again then the second round came left body kick a couple times and then what she do she went high kicked her in the head and she killed her essentially um so she's very i and it's valentina shevchenko bro like she's she's the amanda nunez or I I I kind of hesitate to say Zhang Weili because she hasn't been a champion that long, but she's basically the, you know, Amanda Nunes of the flyweight, the women's flyweight division. There's just yeah, like there's like there's the, no one that can beat her. She's like the only person. You know, Kat did beat uh, Nunes earlier on in her career, but she's the only person that really beat or come close to beating Nunes. I mean, uh, and the way she is right now, like their fight that they had, I believe it was like a split decision or something like that. It was a very, very close fight. I know that much. And, um, yeah, she's, like you said, they're on the same level, it seems. At least. Yeah, but... Go ahead. At least I was going to say at least about the same level as Nunes. Yeah. But Jessica Andrade, bro, she's strong. She's very strong. She's just as talented. You know, she, like you said, she beat Rose for the for the belt to, uh, to win. <laughs> In very impressive fashion, she slammed her on her head. <laughs> like. Yeah. So I, I, I'm excited for for that fight because it'll more than likely be a brawl especially with with how jessica fights mm-hmm. uh yeah i think it'll I, I think that would be pretty good i'm excited for that one um any any final thoughts on that one I'm, i don't think i made my pick uh, i'm gonna say valentina wins that one though i'm actually gonna say as much as i don't want to say I, I say decision yeah that, that sounds about right i mean I, I would think Jessica is going to be a little bit more uh, careful about losing after coming. Uh, I think her last fight was lost. Was it that one? Was it against Whaley? Uh, I don't remember. Let's but, see. But we'll for find sure, out. I'll find out. But for sure, she's going to be. Um, she's going to come a lot more hungrier for that win. So. Well, especially with the fact that she's fighting for a belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, she just beat Caitlin. Uh, Jukagan. Uh, yeah. Prior to that, she lost to Rose, and then prior to that, she lost to Whaley. Who are both also on this card? It's funny how yes. the last four have such a this person beat that person thing going on. Yeah, there's only which I, I we'll get to that one in the next. Uh, yeah, actually, I'll say I'll say I'll save that one. I'll save that one for for when we talk about this next fight. Uh, so next fight is. Zong Wei Li versus Rose Namajunas. Shock. <laughs> I, this is I probably not gonna lie. I'm more excited about this fight than I am the main event. Any particular reason why? Uh, because it's Rose Namajunas and <laughs> Zhang Wei Li. Zhang, who gave us literally like the fight of the year last year with right. uh, with Yoana and Rose. So here's the thing: both of them have beaten Yoana and Jacek. Rose beat her twice, uh, knocked her out the first time, and I think beat her by decision the second time. Uh, and then you have Zhang Weili, who went five rounds with her for the first time, her first time going five rounds, and gave us literally the fight of the year uh, last year. 
Yeah. Zhang Wei is a fucking badass. Rose Namajunas, who I think I think for a lot of people doesn't look that much of a badass, but she's got an impressive record. She was also the champion uh, before her loss to Jessica Andrade, uh, and defended her belt also. Um, it's just it's just so, so exciting because their styles are just. I feel like it's very similar to when when Wei Li fought. Uh, oh my god, why can't I think of her name? Fought um, Joanna. I feel like it's going to be, I think it's going to perform exactly like that. But having said that, I think Wei Li is going to pull it off. I don't think it'll come easy, but I, I just feel like Wei Li is going to catch Rose and, uh, and and knock her out. I don't think that uh, it'll, I, I see it going, I can see it going the distance, but something tells me that she's just going to catch like a, like a one-off punch and, and knock, knock out Rose. It's amazing how well Whaley fights considering the the height and reach disadvantage she has. Mm-hmm. She's like a, a woman Mike Tyson. She's just she really is just and I watch her training videos too and it's um it's incredible to see the things that she does on a day to day basis. She is a monster. She she does things that I have not even seen guys do and like the worth ethic, you know is incredible um i really want to talk about this too because so there's this whole thing going on where rose was talking about um leading up to this fight she really wants to beat whaley not just for herself but because of her background being lithuanian or something and you know better dead than red i heard Uh, about that yeah those were her comments and whaley seems that she's heard all the comments and she has nothing to say she says she's just ready to go out and fight so it's interesting how they have a different approach <laughs> to how this fight comes in. You know, I Another, was wondering it, whether like Rose, that was Rose's way to like psychologically get under her skin, and it didn't work, or you know, or what what really is behind everything. Yeah, but, Rose is like trying to get to her head, and meanwhile Whaley's like, "Nah, I'm gonna just kill you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, and, and and you know, I'm sure you're gonna talk about this too, but um. So then there's the whole thing about Whaley versus uh, Valentina. Yeah, so and that's what I was gonna. I was gonna wait to talk about. This, still, yeah, and so um, I only brought that up because uh, Valentina has said that she believes that Rose is gonna beat uh, Whaley, really? and she, and she's trained with Rose, and I, maybe that's why she says that is because you know she might have some type of friendship with Rose, and you know, but she had said something about where if Rose. Uh, did lose to her, then she wouldn't mind fighting her. And I've seen some of Whaley's comments in the past saying that she thinks that that Valentina just keeps like looking past her, like she doesn't think that she's going to win. She said that she didn't think she was going to win against one of her previous fights. She didn't think she's going to win against Rose. And every time she talks about her, she just keeps thinking that she's going to lose. And she asked Dana about fighting Valentina, but he said, no, not yet. It's too soon. So she gave up any hope of trying to fight her, but it might happen now. So sounds sounds like Valentina have has uh, little faith in Whaley Shang. <laughs> I can yep. see how Rose can win though. Like I, I not to take anything away from Rose. Like in my opinion, if Rose does win, I think it's by submission. To be quite honest. Interesting. I think she either she hurts her with punches and then ends up finishing her uh, via submission. 
Rose has good subs, but I just can't see that being the case uh, against Whaley. Like, with her reach, you would think that she would be able to just, you know, outreach, because there's a clear reach advantage for, for yes. Rose. But Whaley is just so tough, it doesn't even matter, you know? So, I don't yeah. know. I just That's how I see it going. Whaley running through the storm and eventually getting to her and um, pulling out the W. Okay. So far, we agree on everything except for the very first one. Look at that. Which is a fight I don't know much about, so I don't even know what to say about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then finally, to, to end the night, we have Kamaro Usman versus Jorge Masvidal 2. Damn, I forgot about that, too. I was so focused on everything else. Oh. That's why, like, I, it's... In, like I said, I'm more excited for Whaley versus Rose, and I think I am than, than Kamara Usman versus Moswell, because I think we both know what's going to happen with that one, right? Uh, surely this will be the one we differ on, right? I don't think so. I Honestly, I don't think so. Yeah, um, I think we're looking at a repeat here. Um, I don't. I didn't see anything in that fight that told me that Masvidal was going to be able to beat Usman. You know... Nothing that I can see. When Usman fights, it's actually kind of scary. It just it reminds me of um, if you imagine like a huge brick wall, and it's just <laughs> moving towards a, a, a like ring. Like you're on like the cage is behind you, and the wall is just coming at you, and there's really nothing you can do but just get smashed by this wall. And then <laughs> that's what so you don't you don't think that the the six day weight cut for Mazdal had anything to do with their the the outcome of their first fight? Absolutely not. Really? Not, no, I do not. I don't think so. I, wow. I mean, God, people have done, like, like he doesn't train. He's, he himself says he doesn't live like other people. He says that he's always training. He's always doing stuff. You know what I mean? The only thing that he has time now is to study tape longer to prepare for this fight. It's not, it has nothing to do with anything physical, for sure. You know, I saw a video the other day of um Masvidal and talk about like what how he eats when he trains and he literally went to McDonald's ordered a bunch of food and was eating McDonald's and then like it cut to a video of Kamaru Usman who like was on like a, a diet plan and was like eating healthy food and you have Masvidal who's like eating Big Macs and stuff and I'm just like are you, are you kidding me bro you're literally eating McDonald's while you're training for a fucking like championship fight are you serious while training for this fight yes wow all yeah. right so this fight will probably uh, end up not going to decision. <laughs> and and Masvidal, you know, says that he fully be- believes that he's going to break Kamaru Usman's face. <clears throat> well, I mean, whatever you have to say to get the fight going, you know. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm always the type of person where I like to see a champ win and continue to win. I like to see domination. I like the stuff of legends, you know. So I'm happy with whoever gets a belt to keep it. And since Usman already has it, I'd be happy seeing him continue to reign as champ, as dominant as he has been. I mean, the guy has barely lost rounds. I think he's lost maybe two rounds, two or three rounds in his uh, his career so far. So, um, yeah, that's pretty impressive for this guy. You know, like, what is Usman, I mean, what is Masvidal going to do that he did not do last time with the proper time yeah that's a very good point yeah maybe he'll run around the ring 
you know, things I don't like to see, you know, people backing away, running around the ring. It's the only thing I could possibly think. But I don't think that would work with with how, you know, how uh, aggressive Usman can be. His timing is 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 great. You know, yeah. it's one thing to be able to be a person who backpedals, but it's another person type thing to be the type of person who capitalizes on it. Like I've never seen anybody get away from him. When that wall is coming, you know, <laughs> it's like some old video games. Uh, very few people will know this, but like from Final Fantasy uh, six or something, there's like a wall that you got to fight against, and if you don't defeat this demon wall. If you don't defeat the wall within a certain amount of time, you lose. That's it. You're dead. Uh, demon the, wall. Yeah, it's called that. It's called demon wall. I like it. Whatever. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, Mazadal has, in my what, what, I, what I'll call a puncher's chance. I mean, he's he has a chance of winning. Anyone does. But after seeing the outcome of their first fight and seeing how dominant Usman's been, it like you said, it's kind of just like night and day between the two like like you just i don't i i can't see a situation where mazadal wins you know by decision by knockout or by submission whereas i can see uzman doing all three of those yeah and i i, I kind of have a feeling that uzman will finish him this time i mean hell you saw what he did with to gilbert burns with just a jab yeah you know what i mean so like like you tell me, he's not gonna be able to do that to Masvidal. Which don't get me wrong, I love Masvidal. I actually really like Masvidal, but I just I don't know if I said it on a podcast, but I just I can't I can't not pick against Usman anymore. I think I said it to you when we yeah. went to Winghouse to watch Gilbert Burns. I don't know if I said it on here, but like just I it would be dumb to pick against Usman. Yeah, he's just I too think, dominant. Yeah, he's he's. If you look at the stats, he's he's not only won, but he's won defiantly, you know, dominantly every, almost every round and every fight that he's been in. Um, yeah, I mean, the only questionable one would have been when he fought Colby, but he ended up finishing that fight and it didn't go to decision, so he didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> right, right. Even the fight with Gilbert, honestly, I think he lost the first round of that. So, you know, he had knocked him down, he was wobbly right. a little bit. So I, I tell you the truth, I think Gilbert could have finished him. You know, some people were like, "Oh, he he pushed too hard or he gassed himself out." I think the opposite. I think he didn't push enough because he hit him, he hurt him, and then he laid on the ground waiting for him to get in his guard. And I'm like, "What was he? What was he doing? That yeah. time that he spent on on the ground waiting for him to get in his guard, which he wasn't going to do, was just wasted." So, but that's the fight game. You make a mistake, and now you lost. So yeah. I'm going to say Kamaru Usman knockout round four. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I say, I think he takes his time. So we're at the point where we actually, <laughs> we both agree on the fights and now we have to pick the rounds. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, it, you know, I just, I feel, I feel like it's going to be a good fight card and I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident, Jacques. You know, I, like I said, I went five and zero last time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going for that, that 10 and 0 record. Um, yeah, I really don't know about the round. I could try to make up a number for you, but <laughs> I just know that Usman's most likely to win this fight. I I think I think we agree. So let's see. We agree on Usman. <laughs> we agree on Whaley, Shevchenko, Hall, and we differ on the first one. You say Anthony Smith, and I say Crute. 
But again, I don't really know who the other guy is. So yeah. everyone at home, if you're making bets, you might want to stick to the ones we agree on. <laughs> you know, I don't want to make anybody broke, but just saying. We can have them make bets on who they think is going to have the most correct picks between you and I, even though we pick like the majority of the same people most of the time. Yeah. I think yeah. that'd be kind of fun. Should happen. Yeah, if we'll anybody gets to see this, uh, <laughs> listen to this, I mean. Uh, Before the fight actually happens. Let us know what you think in the comments. Who do you think is going to win? Yeah, I'm very curious as to what people think. <clears throat> so, there's... Uh, that's pretty much the card right there, man. That, that's I'm excited. I'm very excited. I cannot wait. I work that day, so I'm going to have to rush over to the bar uh, when I get off work. But, uh, dude, I cannot wait for this fight. So now that's over, I know that you wanted to talk about... Uh, well, just to end the show, we'll we'll talk about this uh, just a bit. You wanted to talk about this last fight with Whitaker versus um, Gaslam. Yeah, Gaslam. Did you, so? Yeah. Did you did you watch it when it happened? Or did you watch it afterwards? I watched it when it happened. Okay. What do so, you think? Um, another great card. Uh, so Tracy Cortez versus uh, I think her name is uh, Justine Fish. Yeah. That was a good fight. It that really impressed me. That was like one fight that stood out for me. I went through the liberty of looking up who Tracy Cortez was afterwards, and um, she seems a pretty, pretty solid fighter. She's now on a nine-win streak. I believe she's 9-1. and one. So um, definitely check her out because she seems to be an up-and-counter who's doing big things. You know, that reminds me, not to cut you off, and it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier, but uh, did you know that if Whaley wins this fight, she'll be on a 22-fight win streak? Holy cow. Yeah, I forgot to mention that earlier. 22? Yeah, yeah. Who else can compare to that? Could be 22? How many did he have? 23? He had 29. I mean, he's 29 and 0. Wow. Yeah. But anyways, right. I just wanted to throw it out there so people know. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> good. <laughs> really good info. Yeah. Maybe she'll be uh, in the leagues with uh, some of them as she gets up there. But um, yeah, because nine and zero is, is very impressive. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, um, I liked her fight. Both both women fought very well, and I hope to see more from both of them. As for the main event itself, um, Whitaker. I honestly, I felt like Whitaker was gonna win. I felt like he has the better. Hmm, um, that's the word I'm trying to look for here, without saying exactly the way the first word that comes to mind. He's more conditioned, you know? Like, I was watching the little ultimate fight of them back in the day where they were originally going to fight. And Whitaker was just, you know, he had that jog, and he was perfectly fine, and Kelvin ended up throwing up on the side. I just, <laughs> I just feel like Whitaker is more, um, yeah, more conditioned to for whatever happens. You know, he's had some hard fights. I mean, man, he beat Yoel Romero twice that's pretty incredible you know and it's not easy he, he even talked about how hard that was so when, when Romero fought against Israel we never even really got to see what would happen because they didn't really fight you know Romero was in the center of the octagon and you know didn't Israel, move <laughs> yeah literally and, did not move yeah so yeah uh for all we know you know who knows who's really better at this point on that day that Israel fight, 
fought Whitaker, of course he was better. The better man is the person who wins. But could we be seeing, like, Whitaker at his, his best potential now? Could he potentially be as good as Israel or if not better? Um, he did some really impressive things with the head kicks, you know? I wasn't expecting that. I don't remember him throwing a lot dude, of head kicks. Gaslam, I don't know. I don't understand how this dude he can just, like, he's durable, bro. Because he took a lot of fucking shit, bro. He was getting hit. I'm like, there's multiple times where I, th- I thought he was going to get knocked out or he should have been knocked out. And he just like kept going like, bro, how can you take this much of a beating and keep fighting? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I have respect for wrestlers, man. I think I might have mentioned this in the previous podcast, too. But there's some tough guys. You know, that stuff takes its toll over time. But I actually had up. Gaslam to win that fight. Oh, you did? I did. I, I, I picked him. I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, we would have we would have differed on that one too. Yep, and you would have won. <laughs> well, um, anyway, yeah, uh, Whitaker won impressively, and I think he'll continue to do good. Uh, if he fights against Israel next, then great. Marvin Vittori is, is trying to get a fight too. Maybe if Vittori fights against uh, Whitaker, you know, I don't know. So but do you think that's too long of a timeline for Izzy to wait? I mean, you have a good point, but... Like, do you think UFC just says, hey, let's give the rematch to to, to Whitaker, and then, you know, Vittori can, can fight the winner, or vice versa? So then Vittori waits? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Either way, someone would have to wait if they do a All rematch. Right, someone's going to have to wait no matter what. Because you know Izzy's already fought Vittori. Yes, and won. Yeah. So, so either way, it's either a rematch between... Whitaker or rematch between Vittori or Whitaker fights Vittori and then the winner of that can go ahead and, and, and do the rematch with, with Izzy. Right. To me, that makes more sense if they can schedule it in time, but then it's like Izzy just sits there and waits too, though. You know what I mean? I think all like, does he want to wait? Well, I think what they're going to go with is whoever's available. They're going to be like, okay, this date, who's available to fight? Either they are or they aren't, and then it'll cycle between whichever of the three is available. Or, all right, hear me out. They okay. just put they put all three of them in the octagon, and then whoever comes out victorious <laughs> is the champion. There you go. <laughs> or they could do like they're doing with this card that we're talking about right now, and have Victoria on the same card fighting against someone else, or or Whitaker on the same card fighting against someone else. You know what I mean? They could do that. Yeah, not a bad idea. And the winner, you know, obviously fight each other. So then the weight is the same. It's yeah. Typically- you know, medical leave is about the same for whoever finishes the fight. So, yeah, that's a good point, actually. All right, well, Jacques, uh, I do, I, I do believe that would be the end of the show, my man. We did it, man. Was yeah. so much, there was so much to cover, and we, uh, it got me thinking, man, did I really cover everything? Um, yeah. Uh, for for other fans out there, Demetrius Johnson, I was sad to see him lose. Uh, Bro, he got. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I, I, it sucks that we're doing this so late, you know, but I, I, I had at that time watched that to, to comment on it, and I, Demetrius Johnson did all the right things in the beginning when he was losing that, right? So the guy took him down. He went to his side. He went to shrimp to get up. The problem with that, though, is that in those rules, you can knee to the head, and he yeah. wasn't doing that. So when he got knee to the head... I don't even think he saw it coming. I think he's so 
he's so uh, drilled enough yeah. time to where he get he gets out of the escape that way. But, you know, he, he was did like, this ain't this ain't UFC, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Need uh, a square in the fucking head. I'd love to see them fight again. Um, but if they don't, that's okay too. You know. But yeah. good stuff. And I think that's pretty much everything I can remember that we had to talk about. Yeah, worst comes to worst, we can do a. Uh, I mean, we got the reaction episode post UFC 261 that we'll be posting uh, a few days after the event actually happens. So if anything happens in between then, we'll talk about it then. And we'll probably do a, a news and rumors show um, the week after that. Maybe we can we can try to get this thing going on a weekly basis if, if a lot of information tends to, to come out. Um, we'll do that. But is there anything else, Jacques, you want to you wanna mention or, or say before we go? Nope, just love and peace to everybody. Thanks for supporting us. Like, comment, um, subscribe, as they say. Share, you know. Yes. Uh, all those things help us out. Every like, every view, every time you guys uh, watch our stuff and comment, all that stuff helps us to grow some more. And I even appreciate the feedback that some of you have given me. You know, I'll continue to try to improve and see how far we can take this. Yeah, even if you want to talk shit. You know, and tell us how much we suck. That still helps. So just make sure at the J&J MMA show, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just talk all the shit you want. We don't care because it just gives us all of the good engagement. (laughs) But anyway, is that it, Jacques? Yep, that's it. All right. Take it easy, guys. We will see you next week with our reaction episode for 261, uh, Usman versus uh, Masvidal. Have a good night, guys.